Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have, have this young lady on. Her name is Jess Tapia. She is a school teacher. Um, you're in California, right, Jess? Correct. Southern California. Well, well let me ask you this. And, and by the way, nice to meet you. Thanks so much for coming on. And thank you for fighting and having a backbone. I wanted to start to make sure that you understand that my listeners, my viewers, and I really appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. It means a lot to have the support. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, she's got a Give, Send, Go link, and we'll give that to you as we go. But I want to make sure I understand, are you from California? Is that why you're there? Because uh, California, and especially Southern California, has made it clear that your belief system doesn't work for them. Correct. I am from here. A little bit bitter <laughs> towards towards my mom that she <laughs> for me here in this um, state. We are are looking in, in, into the future and hoping to be able to move. Um, but God has me here, so I'm I'm doing my best work here. And perhaps that's why you're there. I think that's a good point. Maybe God has you there because you're going to fight. Um, and, and I appreciate that. Are there a lot more people like you in Southern California who are maybe a quiet minority? Oh, yes. There are a lot like me here, most definitely. So what is the situation? So w- what grade were you teaching? Or are you still teaching? I'm, I'm not. I was fired um, January 31st of this year, and I was at the high school, actually the high school that I attended and met my um, husband at. Okay. Well, sweetheart. So I was teaching high school physical education. At the school where you graduated? Yes. Well, and that's, again, I mean, here's a hometown girl doing the right thing, going to be an educator, which is a thankless job um, mm-hmm. for, for so many. So I appreciate you even doing that. And what was the specific situation that happened that led to your firing? Yes, it's a unique one. So um, students sought me out on social media. They found my Instagram platform, my page, and just started going through it until they found something they didn't like. And it was a video that I had shared when I was shopping in Kohl's one day, seeing all of the pride clothing everywhere. But now, specifically, they're making this clothing, this pride clothing for toddlers and babies. And, you know, I took a real issue to that. And I shared my thoughts and feelings about that. You know, we should not be making this stuff for children that can't even wrap their mind around what this is. This is so wrong. And shared that. And students decided to take that you know, in whatever hateful way they chose to take that and just continued hunting on my page. They actually specifically went after that to a highlight on my Instagram called Jesus and screenshot Bible verses and quotes um, that I shared within my faith and sent all of this into my school district and said, you know, we feel this sort of way and we don't think she should be a teacher. And so I was immediately pulled Um, out of class midday up into the office and the assistant superintendent was there waiting for me and said, we need to place you on paid administrative leave. Some things have been brought to our attention via social media and we need to investigate. So I was placed off work and summertime went by. I hadn't heard from them. They um, end up calling me in a couple weeks before the new school year is going to start and um, that's when I went in and was totally blindsided. I had 13 allegations set, sat in front of me and I, I couldn't believe it. I, I've i always been a straight A student, a scholar athlete at that um, district, that school district. Um, I've always had great evaluations, phenomenal reference letters. This was completely unlike me and my character to have an allegation made against me. But as I start reading them, I realize exactly what has happened. Students have found my beliefs 
my opinions, my conservative Christian views and used those to claim I do my job in a certain sort of way. And, and some of them were very bizarre. One of them was that I broadcast sermons to my class, which is absolutely not true. Um, that, that would be, I, Jess, I'll be honest with you. That would be a little bit weird. Yes, it would be. <laughs> I told the district too, you know, the only thing I can think of that they would claim something like this is I'm a PE teacher. Yes. We have day a week, we go down to the track. I allow them to listen to something of their choosing. And I do the same thing. My phone's in my po- pocket, just loud enough for me to hear. But if a student walked by me, they might have heard, you know, a worship song. How dare you? And they <laughs> turn- you know, as, a, as a free liberated American, you've got the First Amendment right to do that, even on a, on school property. They cannot stop you from doing that. Now, if you would have said, all, all of you students, get on your knees right now and pray to Jesus Christ, now I've got a problem because you're a government agent at a public school who's telling people how to worship, which you can't do. I don't think exactly. you did that, and, and you clearly didn't do that, right? No, correct, correct. It's uh, Jess Tappy. It's T-A-P-I-A. Are you still on Instagram? I am Jess underscore Sayin, S-A-Y-I-N-N-N. Okay, so uh, Jess underscore S-A-Y-I-N-N-N. Go yep. and follow her there. Give, send, go link is give, send, go, and then slash speak the truth if you want to yep. um, assist her in this fight. So uh, if I have the story right, and I'm so glad you spelled it out like you did. You sound like a teacher, by the way, because uh, <laughs> you educated me on your story. Um, your sin was having your own private Instagram and having yes. a problem with babies and children being sexualized um, yes. by by Target. I mean, clearly, if you're offering pride onesies for kids mm-hmm. or little boys and little girls, you know, uh, pride or trans pride or whatever, you are now pushing on them the yep. sexualization that they might face when they're 18 and older. Maybe even after puberty, they, they might face it in their own personal lives. But there's no way, in your opinion, and I agree with you as a Christian, or even as a, as a Jew, I think you'd agree, as a Muslim, you'd agree, that we yep. shouldn't be pushing sex or sexualized yep. situations on children. What's wrong with it, taking that stand? Why are you in trouble for being against the sexualization of kids? I couldn't tell you. It's, well, what did they say to you? The most bizarre. Okay, so um, when they, they said that I was uh, making students feel disrespected and discriminated against because it was very clear from my page and from my posts that I'm, you know, I'm not for this gender ideology. I'm, I'm not for, as you said, pushing, you know, pride, you know, LGBTQ onto young children. Yeah. And as I'm clearly not for that, that means that I'm against apparently to them against, you know, my students who identify well, on, well, let me ask you this. On your Instagram page, did you talk, did you mention your students' names and talk about why Susie and Bob are bad? No. Well, exactly. what are they talking about? You're let me. I, I'll turn it this way, and I know that you and I agree, so I'm not really questioning an adversary here. But they are adversaries that did this to you. Why? Why wouldn't turning it around on them be the same thing? Well, wait a second. I'm okay with them believing that. I don't believe it. So I should agree with them, but they don't have to allow me my opinion. And if you said that, what would their answer be? Aren't you, don't you have the same rights as the kids have? It's sure not feeling like it. I mean, at this point, they are taking students' feelings about what they've found about me as their teacher, and they're putting the students' feelings above, above what is fact, above what is constitutional rights. Um, and again, it's nothing that I, I did on the job or involving students. Wow. They, they sought after me in this way and they found something they didn't like. Well, they did, but I thought they were the tolerant crowd. 
I thought they believed in diversity, equity, and inclusion. I mean, wouldn't it be to also include Christians who believe like you do? And again, and I'll ask you very directly, did you do anything in the classroom as a teacher that was pushing your religion on them? No, no. So another um, allegation was that I talked to students about God in the Bible. And again, I live my life very truthfully and honestly, and I told the district I have had through the six years I've been a teacher, students come up to me and ask me questions relative to God and the Bible. And I learned in college how to answer those questions from an educational standpoint, legally, you know, obviously not trying to persuade or coerce. And so, yes, if students have come to me with a question, I always do my best to answer that. Of course, if you didn't do it, it'd be horrible. Of course you should answer. It would be like me saying, can you, can you explain the Pythagorean theorem to me? It's the same thing. You're the educator. You can give me an answer. If I say, Hey, what do Muslims believe? You can't tell me. If I say, what, 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 is, what did Jesus Christ stand for? You can't tell me? That's, that's untrue. As an educator, you're allowed to tell me as long as you're not proselytizing. Right. And they wanted me to, um, from then on out, this was one of the directives they gave me, now to completely refrain and just push the students away and say, I'm not the person to talk about this with you. This is not the, the time and place to do this. And, you know, for me, I'm you know, obviously a believer. And and that just breaks my heart because what if I'm the only person in that student's life that could provide an answer to that question that they were coming to me, you know, with an answer for. And so I I told the district, I'm not going to refrain from having that. But interestingly enough, that was a directive they ended up dropping when I explained to them why I would not refrain. So I will share with you the three directives that I I spoke um, up and out against saying I will not comply with these, which led to me being fired. Okay, so let's the- do, let's do that in a second. Let me uh, let me tell people who you are again. It's Jess Tapia. She's a school teacher fired because she dared have an Instagram where she gave her opinions in her own private life about things that she saw at Target and and elsewhere. And you dared put some Bible verses up, which oh man, I can't believe you do that. Um, her Instagram is still up. It's Jess underscore S A Y. I-N-N-N, again, Jess underscore S-A-Y-I-N-N-N. Her give, send, go is speak the truth. Okay, so what are the directives that that uh, that you ended up, did they tell you you can't do these three things? Is that what these are? So, um, s- sort of. So okay, go ahead. When I um, responded to the allegations and they decided to write me up for misconduct, they then said, you're barely being allowed to come back to work. You are lucky. We're still allowing you to have your job. We're lucky. You're lucky. Come on. We're sending you back to work with a plan of assistance and directives. And we need to see change of behavior. And I'm just in this in this meeting, the more they talk, I'm just feeling like, there's no way I can go back under under these these expectations. Right. It's, it's real. They basically want me to strip off who I am as I walk through the the schoolhouse doors. Yes. And I, I would have felt like a zombie. So first one was I have to call students by whatever preferred gender or pronoun oh. they want to be called by. And um, funny enough, when they when we went over that directive. It wasn't in writing at the time, but they said, you also need to withhold that information from parents if a student shares with you about a preference. That is so sick. That back and I said, are you asking me to lie to parents right now? And they said, yes, it's for the student privacy and it's the law. And I'm just like, how am I just now learning of this? I don't think I would have signed up for this. And it's the parents who, by the, the parents are paying for the schools. They're forced to pay for the schools or else yep. they could lose their property. But you can't know what's happening in the school with your child. That's nuts. Yes. And so, so what's the next one? Go ahead. 
Yes. So those were, those were two directives. And then um, I shared with you already the refraining from speaking um, about God or the Bible with students. So then I went off after those directives, I was expected to go back to work. Boom, right away, Monday with this change of behavior and following the directives, I was like, I, I need some time. So I took off um, work for three months on stress leave, trying to figure out what is my next step here. Because right. this doesn't feel right, you know. And so at the end of those three months, um, God made it clear. And mind you, I was highly debating on resigning. I had half a resignation letter written. I was just going to walk away because I was like, clearly, I don't fit into this anymore. Right. And um, God made it clear, no, no, no you're ready to go back and you're going to let them know that, but let them know about these directives that you, that are not in line with what you believe and your values and what you know to be good, right, and true for all of your students. So I emailed my district. I said, I'm ready to come back to work. This was the end of December. Um, and I explained to them, but you need to know X, Y, Z, I will not be following. And here's why. And I broke it down very clearly why I would not be doing, you know, the three directives that I was you know, um, you know, convicted over. And so they said, okay, thanks for letting us know. We're going to need to call you into a religious accommodation meeting to see if and how we can accommodate your religious beliefs. And I was like, okay, you weren't, but you weren't asking for any accommodations. You just said, I'm going to do what I do. Yes. I, I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't asked for an accommodation, but after me explaining to them why I wouldn't do, um, comply with the three directives, Obviously, I'm bringing my morals and my faith into it because that's how I, you know, live my life and right. make my decisions. So they decided, well, then this calls for a religious accommodation meeting. So I go to that meeting. This is my third and final meeting. It took place uh, mid-January of this year. They questioned me up and down, left and right on my faith. I've never experienced anything like it. Uh, where do you go to church? Who's your pastor? How often do you go? What do you study? Um, what is it about your your beliefs, Christ, this Christianity that won't let you call students by, you know, whatever they want to be called by, that won't let you keep information from their parents for the sake of their privacy, that won't let you. And, and so here's probably the, the craziest directive. Um, at the end of all the questioning, they had one final question for me and they said, is there anything else we need to know about that your faith won't allow you to do in your position? And I said, I'm in a unique position. I'm a PE teacher. I oversee the female locker room. So I'll have you know now, I will not be letting a biological male into the female locker room. And they said, well, we have a whole other issue then because you have to, if that individual is saying, identifying as female and it's, you know, pretty believable, um, you need to let them in. It would be discrimination if you didn't. And I was just like, I can't believe this. Well, I'm going to I'm going to say something that you already know, Jess. Every question they asked you about your religious beliefs was illegal. They were not allowed to ask you any questions about your religious beliefs. Like if I hire somebody, I'm not allowed to say, are you Christian or are you Jew? Unless I'm a private Christian school, I can then ask because there's a provision for that or a private Jewish or Muslim school. I can ask that question to make sure that they're in line with us that way. But this is a public school setting. Government officials were making you answer questions about your religion. They have no right to do that. None whatsoever. And, and something you just said really jumped out at me. If it's pretty believable, what does that mean? If a boy wants to go and dress with the girls so he can go oogle at them in the Mm -hmm. locker room, if it's pretty believable, you have to let him? Who defines what pretty believable is? Exactly. Exactly. 
So what um, now? So did they say, that's it, you're done? Yeah, so after having that religious accommodation meeting, and I could tell already in the meeting as I'm answering their questions, they're not having it. Yeah. They're not understanding, you know, my beliefs and my stance on these directives. And so a week after the meeting, I just got an email from them with basically my termination letter where they stated, we cannot accommodate your religious beliefs. Therefore, we're releasing you from employment official January 31st. Okay, I'm going to was- run out of time and I don't want to. So now we know that they did that. They, they fired you over your religion. They fired you for being Christian. They fired you for being right. They fired mm-hmm. you from believing the truth so yes. go to givesendgo.com slash speak the truth go and support her there i've got maybe 35 40 seconds the eeoc commission said you can now sue them right yes yes fill us in so, on the next steps um i'm hoping to be meeting with my my legal group my team soon hopefully in the next week and get it filed and and just pray for the best you're going to win there's no they can't just the religious questions you win if they're not allowed to to exclude you because your religious beliefs, they literally wrote you an email saying we can't make religious accommodations for a Christian woman in a Judeo Christian country um, to teach school. That doesn't make any sense. So you're going to win. Will you do me a favor and come back as soon as this thing starts rolling? Yeah. As soon, and I don't, I don't know if you're going to win in, in in California. You might lose, but if it ends up in the Supreme Court in in, in D.C., you win easily because <laughs> the Constitution is on your side. Right. Exactly. Oh, do me a favor. You have to come back. Go and follow her, Jess underscore say I-N-N-N, or go to givesendgo.com slash speak the truth. Jess, keep the fight up. We're, we're supporting you big time. I will. Thank you so much, Joe. Okay. We're back after this. Stay right here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Jess coming on. I hope that things work out right for her. You should not be punished for being a Christian and a teacher at the same time. And this trans ideology has to stop. A lot of sound bites from Biden next hour. Also KJP. Keep it here on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show.